Hey, this is the Building for Digital Equity podcast, where we talk to people working to expand internet access, address affordability, teach digital skills, or distribute affordable devices. We talk with those working on the front lines of giving everyone everywhere the opportunity to participate fully in the digital world. Whether in rural areas or cities, our guests here are doing the often unglamorous jobs in places that have been left behind. This show comes to you from the Community Broadband Networks team at the Institute for Local Self-Reliance, where we have long produced the Community Broadband Bits podcast and the Connect This Show. Building for Digital Equity features short interviews from Emma Gautier, Christopher Mitchell, and me, Sean Gonzalez, talking to people at the events we are attending to highlight the interesting work and inspirational stories to get internet access to everyone. Now, Let's see who we have today. This is Chris, and I'm talking with Mikhail Sundust, the Digital Connect Executive Director for the Gila River Indian Community. Is that right? That's right. All right. I just I'm, I get find myself saying Gila River a lot, but its technical name <laughs> I think is Gila River Indian Community, just south of yeah, Phoenix. That's correct. Yeah. Mikhail, you and I have uh, been getting to know each other a bit better. You uh, you came up to that uh, the Oregon Tribal Broadband Boot Camp. Um, I know that we have a lot of overlapping friends, and then you hosted a Tribal Broadband Boot Camp. We met a lot of the folks on your team. Great work. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So tell us about uh, tell us about Gila River Indian Community and how DCI fits into the scheme of of the of uh, Gila River Tech um, Technology. Incorporated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gila River Telecommunications. That's right. Inc. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a bit layered. So Gila River is um, uh, Indian Reservation, just south of Phoenix. It's about 300 square miles. Um, spans the entire Phoenix Valley east to west. Uh, so we're pretty spread out. And the Gila River Telecommunications is the phone and internet provider for the community, and it's owned by the tribe as well. So I mean that's important that it's a tribally owned ISP so you can sort of think of it like a municipal um, broadband provider or you know something like along yeah, those people lines might be familiar community yeah. owned right yeah. very focused on community needs not just like trying to maximize profits exactly we're not Verizon out here like <laughs> you know so we're here focused on the community and the reason that's important is because uh, the board several years ago started to think about okay so we're providing uh, internet access and infrastructure for people, but how do we make sure that they get the best use out of that? And so they started to create or formulate a plan that resulted in uh, what we now call the Digital Connect Initiative, or DCI. And um, and we've been in in the community really like practically do, doing community-based work for a little over a year now. Uh, so our main focus is digital skills training but um, long term, you know, we envision our uh, scope of work, including workforce development, entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurship assistance, um, heritage preservation. So any, anything where culture and economic advancement intersect with technology, like we want to be there to help our community. How many people do you have on your team doing this work? So we are currently a team of four. It's uh, myself, Amanda McDonald is our program manager. Carmen Baldwin Ortega is our community liaison, and she helps us get like stay connected with the goings on in the community. Mm -hmm. And Tyler Smith is our most recent hire. He's our digital navigator, and we're really grateful to the National Digital uh, Inclusion Alliance (NDIA) uh, because they granted us funds through the N National Digital Navigator Core 
so we could hire Tyler. So he's he's our our NDNC digital navigator. So let's talk about what's worked well. What are what are some things that you're like? We've been only doing this for a year, but wow, look at that! Look at that thing that we did. What's that thing? <laughs> so uh, a couple of things, but probably our most successful is what we call BYOD Learning Labs, <laughs> and it's Bring Your Own Device is what that stands for. And the reason that came about is it was based out of um, a bit of a flop, and we had to pivot and learn. I love and, it. And That's adjust. what I want to hear. Yeah. So we. Uh, a year and a half or a year plus ago, we were doing classes where uh, we, we would think of a subject that we thought was relevant to the community and try to present a class on that subject. So, for example, um, how to use Google Suite tools, uh, Gmail and Calendar and things like that. Another one was um, using the telehealth platform that our local healthcare provider uses. The problem was when we did those classes, a lot of people were struggling with just the basics of like opening a browser or, or sometimes turning on their device. Right. Or I, I, typing. Had a, I had a coworker, must be almost 20 years ago now. It might even be more than 20 years ago now who he had gotten a computer. He was excited. He had no computer digital skills. He was really into the NHL and he wanted to like get a better sense of what was happening that it wasn't just on ESPN. And he asked me to come back to his apartment and to help teach him how to use it. And and the first thing that I did was I was like, all right, well, you want to click over there? And he picked up the mouse and he had rotated his hand on it 90 degrees. And so, you know, he did not know how to handle the mouse. It was not intuitive to him. Mm -hmm. And so people can really, you know, need some basic instruction. But before you before you might even imagine it. Yeah, that's a great example. And we've got uh, so most of our clientele are elders. And so either they have never worked very closely with computers or they'll tell us, oh, I, I did some typing, you know, 20 years ago when I was working, but I haven't touched it since. Mm -hmm. And a lot has changed in the past 20 years. Right. So, um, so yeah, what we realized is, you know, all of this digital skills training that we're doing, it has to be very goal oriented because people don't learn digital skills just for the sake of learning digital skills. They have a goal in mind, like your friend wanted to read or watch read about the nhl or watch nhl clips or something mm -hmm. and our our um our clients they all have unique goals in mind of what they mm -hmm. want to do some of them want to use facebook to uh sell their their wares like we had uh one elder who's a seamstress and um she wanted to use online platforms so she could show her work and possibly sell it online others want to do something like just pay my insurance bill or something like that so what we did is we in in that moment we learned to pivot and we said okay well we're just going to ask them to bring their own device that way it's something they're comfortable with bring their own questions so that we can address their needs in the moment mm -hmm. and we do all of our training in person because for those who are at the most entry level mm -hmm. uh, they really need that one-on-one -on -one in-person support doing it over zoom uh, isn't going to work at that level anyways you know we can probably do some online trainings down the line for those with a certain skill level but right now we're addressing those immediate needs and at the most uh entry level skill what are you getting out of net inclusion as we're we're wandering around here i mean uh, i i would hope that you're as inspired as i am to see all these folks but but have you taken anything away you'd highlight <laughs> yeah um so definitely inspired a little bit um overwhelmed but hopefully in a good way because <laughs> i'm like man there's so much to do there's there's so we have so far to go but it's really uh, awesome seeing what everybody else is doing learning from them 
and um, I've you know made a few connections. Actually, somebody just offered to give me their curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> so something that we can use. And was implement. it like a guy that had a trench coat and he pulled it over and he's like, hey, man, you need a curriculum? Yeah, he had a, curricula, <laughs> a bunch of curricula hanging from his <laughs> the inside of his coat. <laughs> they were really cheap, too. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, met a lot of great people. Uh, definitely super inspired to uh, go back. And, uh, you know, I just want to get together with my team and, and formulate a plan for, you know, the next year plus. Uh, how, you know, how can we do more? How can we do better? Mm-hmm. How can we be more engaged in our community? Because there's a lot of opportunities in Gila River to partner with uh, other departments or other entities. Um, and I'm really excited to do that. One, for example, and you know, I'm going on the record for this, so I, we, better, we better do it. But I really would like to um, get with our corrections department because there's it's like for reentry programs, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tragic that when people are released and you know, reintegrated back into society that they don't have the digital skills and resources to really help them participate. And I mean, everything is online these days. Yes. Every, like everything is digital. So they need those skills. So that's one area that I'm really like thinking about now. Like, man, we, we need to get in that uh, arena and start, you know, working yeah. with that population. I mean, we've worked with the tribal broadband boot camps. We've had a few people who had been incarcerated and I think they had, they had done, um, you know, less time. But and, you know, as someone who's coming out, you know, things have moved so quickly. They may have been exposed to some computers before they went in, but but there's a lot that's changed. And I just, you know, I'm, you know I, I just, I think that that's would be really useful to have that as a standard procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, overall, just like really, it, it's it's been a great experience uh, here at Net Inclusion. Now you've also been uh, hosting and helping to make sure that National Tribal Telecom Association that those meetings have been happening at, at Gila River. That's coming up uh, March twentieth, twenty first, twenty second, I think. And uh, I'm just curious if there's uh, things going on there where you're kind of bringing some digital equity to folks that have historically more focused on the uh, the physical infrastructure. Yeah, for sure. So uh, the NTTA is the National Tribal Telecommunications Association. Uh, We have, oh gosh, the number's been growing. So I think we're at 16 core members now. Mm -hmm. Can't say for sure. But uh, the whole, the the mission of NTTA is to bring tribal broadband service providers together and uh, help learn from each other and also create a unified voice that we can advocate at at a national level. So that's sort of what NTTA is. What we've been doing at each of the boot, or sorry, at the boot camps, at the summits, the, the last two summits, is including a little bit of digital equity in the uh, materials, so, mm-hmm. or in the agendas. So this upcoming one, the one that you mentioned, March 20th, 21st, 22nd, um, I'll be moderating a panel, and we're talking specifically about digital equity planning, because a lot of tribes feel like digital equity is like down the road like that's something that we can't, we can't think about quite that right address now. yet yeah, yeah we're exactly. focused we gotta we gotta focus on the physical stuff right and that is super important but did the, the physical stuff is a part of digital equity i mean that's the access right. component providing access to your community but you've also got to be thinking you know long term how can we um make sure that our community feels included so the digital equity plan the reason we're going to be addressing that in this upcoming summit is because a lot of tribes, uh, my own, mine included, don't have a digital equity plan, and yet that's a part of the bead funding. So if you're going to work with your state, wherever, whatever tribe you're a part of, you can work with your state on bead funding. Mm-hmm. 
And you can also uh, work towards the Digital Equity Act funds, which includes comp uh, competitive grants. So tribes are eligible to apply for those funds as well. But you got to have a plan. So putting those plans together are, is crucial. And it's something that we're all sort of new to, or most people, you know, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. learning. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. And I, and I think there is a sense of I think there's some people who are focused on the infrastructure and in their mind, they're like, all right, digital equity is someone else's job at some other time. And one of the things we've done at the tribal broadband boot camps is to say it's it's kind of more people's jobs than you think. And it's, mm -hmm. it's more in line with what you're trying to do. Don't be intimidated by it. Like, let's right. let's get her done. Right. Right. So I, I'm I, I think that the more that you're able to expose people to it, the less they may be wanting to punt it. And so I'm glad you're doing that. That's right. Yeah. No, it's and it's. Um I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you said <laughs> there's a lot of things going around yeah. here. Yeah, I was just saying about people are thinking about infrastructure building, uh, and then um, sometimes they would think someone else should do it some other time. Yeah, and and so thank you for for the reminder. So in Gila River, I mean, we've been around for 34 years. GRTI, I should say, has been around for 34 years, and it wasn't until just recently that they started uh, really focusing on digital equity through Digital Connect. We don't want tribes to wait that long, other mm -hmm. tribes to wait that long to get started on their digital equity plans and working on some of the soft skills and, you know, the digital skills training and the economic mm -hmm. advancement that comes with the digital equity uh, curriculum. So we, we, want, yeah, we want other tribes to be thinking about that as soon as possible. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Mikhail. Yeah, thanks, Chris. It's been good. We thank you for listening. You can find a bunch of our other podcasts at ilsr.org slash podcasts. Since this is a new show, I'd like to ask a favor. Please give us a rating wherever you found it, especially at Apple Podcasts. Share it with friends. You can even embed episodes on your own site. Please let us know what you think by writing us at podcast at communitynets.org. Finally, we'd like to thank josephmckay.com for the song On the Verge. <laughs>